Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor attempted to infiltrate and destroy the mysterious battle chapel attacking Core 5. Vi and Jyla successfully planted bombs in the engine room, but before they could destroy the battle chapel, their ship was captured along with the rest of our crew. Will our crew manage to reunite and stop the battle chapel before it is too late? All right, everybody. Okay, quick question. Is it a battle chapel or battle cathedral? Because we've said both. Nope, nope. Uh, what that is, is those two things, when you say them or write them down, are very similar. And when referring to my notes, I often get them confused. If I say either, I mean this one ship. If there's another ship, it will have a much more distinct name. I mean, it's. it's I think you've, you've done a similar thing with an with another. Well, I guess you have the stealth or not the uh, no, uh, sharp smarts, whatever. So that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It there's refers like, to both, I guess, is what we're going to go with. Right. I'm going with everywhere in my notes right now. I have battle chapel, so I'm going to try to call it a battle chapel. But if I say battle cathedral, you know what I mean. It's the corrupt battle chapel. That's what the ship is called. Anyways, y'all are on board the corrupt battle chapel. I was really hoping you're gonna say cathedral there <laughs> you know zach you hurt my feelings it hurts down deep i'm trying jylan fire in the engine room and uh llewellyn malcolm mal i'll get all of your names right y'all have so many names and they're really hard they're not that hard though mal and sullivan were captured taken prisoner by a guy named arch imperator fury who um spoke to you right before the session ended last time so does someone want to like flip a coin and decide who who wants to go first either the engine room or the not engine room we're going first uh okay perfect so as soon as you as soon as you were thrown at the feet of Arch Imperator Fury, he told you who he was, and immediately you felt a lurch, a horrible whining noise, and the ship jumped to warp, taking you far away from Core 5. Oh no! Jyla and Vi, you're still on board the ship, but you guys have just blasted off into the middle of nowhere. Sully and Mal, what are you about? There is a scary-looking monster man standing in front of you. Um... Hello, my name is Sullivan. I mean, is he actually standing? Is he standing like right in front of us? Like, has he actually? No, it's like an airlock opened, and this is who's standing there waiting for you. Oh, okay, I see. He is a. He introduced himself as Arch Imperator Fury. He is um, a. Did we know that this is the same guy that we talked to with when the other dude reanimated? You don't know if it's the same person that you talked to when the other dude reanimated. Okay. Um, he introduced himself as Arch Furrier, Fu- <clears throat> Arch Imperator Fury last time. He is clearly an imposition soldier. He has some of the hallmark black goo that has been associated with the other corrupted imposition soldiers, but he seems to still be sentient as he was talking to you. So he, he looks a lot more normal. He looks more normal and he's behaving more normally in that he's not moving like a robot. Okay. Welcome to my battle chapel, guests. I am so glad to make your acquaintance. Um, I mean, I wish I could, like, return the sentiment. Now, I have been more than hospitable. You did attempt to board my ship, however frivolously, and I have been nothing but courteous since your arrival. I, after all, did not destroy your vessel. I and mean, then that is true. I guess I'll give you that one. Um, problem is, though, we we can't really have you 
doing all that attacking on core five there. You're kind of you're making life difficult for everybody. You're disturbing the peace, which I hear is a crime. Core five. Well, according to whom? Who do you serve, outlaws? It seems to, you know, calling me unlawful seems to be hypocritical at best. I said nothing about laws. I said you're causing trouble. No, I said laws. I feel like what have you said unlawful? Did what have you... Was I hearing things? I I, I did, but... Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, you're kind of like half-assing it where I go all the way with being unlawful. I don't follow any laws where you follow some of them, so I feel like... I follow the natural order of things. This peace, as you call it on Core 5, is a fabrication. The imposition and the... Um, oh gosh... Galactic Alliance were never meant to agree. I was merely encouraging Core 5 to be what it should be. A complete mess. There is no way those groups should ever agree. We all know it. Uh, I once might have agreed with you. Still, part of me kind of does as well. But when they had a peace going, it's kind of hard to break that up, though. Peace is a lie. It is never found. When have you ever seen peace in asteroids smashing planets and suns consuming themselves? The galaxy is chaos. I merely want life in the galaxy to reflect that. I, t- I turned to I turned to <laughs> to uh, Sullivan. I was like, "Do you think he's crazy?" Like out loud, so he can hear me. I mean, yes. Well, now. That does hurt my feelings. It was supposed but to. But I would expect small thoughts from such small minds. But good news, friends. I have... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's turning into freaking Professor Farnsworth. <laughs> I, I couldn't handle it. Good news, everyone. <laughs> I did not mean to sound like... <laughs> Anyways... I have a master to introduce you to, and I'm sure he will make everything clear. He opened my eyes to my calling, and now I am his humble servant. That and my very fine battle chapel. Oh, uh, quick question. Yes? Did he turn those other people into the slug monster things? Well, slug monster seems to be a little bit derogatory or derisive or demeaning or diminishing. They're very much like oozing a slime and they don't seem completely sentient anymore. What is sentience but a waste? I am merely more than suggesting what they should be doing, just as my master somewhat more than suggests what I should be doing. Now, I have proven myself to be a loyal subject and have therefore been given a certain amount of free reign, but my humble crew needed a little bit more convincing to follow a more unorthodox branch of the imposition. That is all. Quick question. You can just ask the questions. There's no need for such formality here among friends. If we meet your master... Oh, there's no if. When we meet your master, is there a non-zero chance that we remain sentient? I mean, I am sentient, and I do not pretend to 
you know all of his mind. That was not an answer to my question. That maybe was intentional. I do want you to be comfortable in your short transitory period. Here's a here's another uh, crazy question. What if we don't want to? Here's the nice thing. We're at warp speed, so um, you're free to open the door and go if you wish. Yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll just wait until my ship until we drop out of warp speed, and then, you know, we'll, we'll part ways. Yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, I mean, he said we can go whenever we want, right? We can open the door behind us, which is an airlock. Well, I can only... So, well, we'll see you later. I hit the button and close the airlock. <laughs> that 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 is fine. You hit the button and close the airlock. You still have harpoons in your ship, and you're still attached to many other ships. You see him, like, knock at the door and kind of wave at you and smile. My point is you were brought here under force, so, yeah, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing at this point we're just kind of waiting for explosions to happen. Well, now, that that is true. That that may or may not get us out of war. That being said, let's flip-flop over to Jyla and Vi. Jyla and Vi. What are you about? So we're still in the engine room, right? Yeah, right now you're just chilling in the engine room. Okay. And we do know or don't know that Sully and Mal have been captured? Well, here's the thing. I did kind of give you guys communicators that you could presumably talk on. I was about to say, um, I think the first thing Vi does once she realizes the ship's gone is uh, she breaks out the communicator and tries to contact Mal and Sully. Uh, Is she able to reach them? Does it connect at all? So for the first few minutes, it would not connect simply because while the conversation was happening that I was having with Sully and Mal, they didn't start talking to you. So it's like connecting, but they're purposefully not answering because we can't really retcon that. And also, tactically, that probably would have been a mistake. It's also, we wouldn't want, yeah, we wouldn't want to let him know that we have other people on his ship right so you guys well as as soon as uh, as soon as i notice that it's connecting we we're aware that there are guards that could be uh privy to our location it's kind of like she's still got it ringing uh but uh vi is gonna turn to jai um so it's connecting but we need to find a safe place uh, until we can get a hold of them. Uh, you see any good hideouts? What do we have around us? You are in an engine room, and technically nothing's threatening you right now, but you're in an engine room full of explosives, so you can't explode it Well, you're in it. I mean, you can. Death is meaningless. Well, yeah, you can. That's true. Zach, as he likes to say, death is meaningless, other than it just means you fail the mission. No, it doesn't. They are not mutually exclusive. We can die and succeed. Technically. <laughs> are there any... Um, what, what, are, what is the exit situation? Um, there. So there's like one door that is obvious into engineering, but engineering is the hub of all of the utilities on the ship. So I am guessing there would be all kinds of catwalks and access tunnels and just like p- 
piping and wire conduit and duct work that goes in and out of this room. So there's one obvious exit that you could like punch your way out of, or you could make some kind of check to like invent a new way out, basically. So this is kind of where the world in some way forms in front of you. If you want to try to sneak out, you can say like, hey, we want to try to find a discreet way out of this room, and then we'll come up with something narratively that fits that. Um, You see that panel on the wall there? Do you think we can jimmy that open real quiet and get out? I'm imagining like access areas inside like between bulkheads basically like a vent is that okay, okay. to imagine yeah that is fine so uh vi takes out her wireless drill and is like uh yeah i think we can get through there okay make a where is the move list that i never have open yeah y'all know how that goes when there's a move list and you never open it despite the fact that it is on your computer give me two seconds let's be act under pressure or investigate. Um, I'm gonna go with investigate. What it gets added to investigate is that uh, smart? smart. Uh, that's a nine for me. Perfect. That is just a no. That's a partial success. Okay. So, well, hang on. Oh, that's fix. I bet I can't argue that this was fixing something. No, not really. Unfortunately. Shoot. Okay, yeah, well, it's a nine. So you guys open up an access panel, um, and there is a corridor leading from it, but it is very dark, and it is very cramped. So it's not going to be a pleasant journey as you make your way through the ship. So right now, you are on board a vessel, and you know that something has happened to your ship, and right now you don't know what. Is there a particular area of the ship you're wanting to go to, or are you just wanting to go someplace unseen? So, Jai, here's my thought. I know it's really cramped in here, but I think if we just hole up in here until we find out what happened and they're able to talk to us, then once we know what the next step is, we blow the engine room and use it as a diversion to get somewhere else in the ship. I'm not the biggest fan of small places, but I, I mean, can't it, see a better option. If you want to stand outside of it until we get a hold of them, I mean, no one's currently looking for us. Mm. It's more of, I feel like it's more of our way to get out the second we need to. Yeah, I'd rather not be out in the open. Okay. So I think we get in to the little compartment yeah so we get in um the communicator i have um is still connecting uh i imagine whenever they have a second to respond yeah okay so we are going to like basically you chill in that access tunnel until you hear a crackle and the voice of the rest of your crew comes over your communicators. So this is taking place after you guys have finished your conversation. So is our, is the honor the only one at warp or is the battle chapel and the honor both at warp, like connected to each other? The the battle chapel is at warp and we're still, we're inside the battle chapel. The honor is. They've just take, they've just taken us out of the exhaust, right? They've taken the ship out of the exhaust yeah, that we were correct. in. Okay. Yeah, and took it somewhere else in the ship. It's yeah, it's like Gotcha. I'm assuming it's, like it's a in some kind of like like shuttle bay type thing. Yeah, yeah. Well I, I said airlock, but eh, whatever. You know, you get the right idea. Yeah. Okay. 
Yes. Cool. It's attached. So as soon as we start hearing some noise, uh, Mal, Sully, can you hear us? Yeah, uh, we're here. We are unharmed. Yeah, how are you guys? You guys doing all right? So far, so good. Just a little cramped. Where's the ship? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. We're attached to some kind of uh, airlock. We're not really sure where they pulled us. We're kind of harpooned a little bit. So, yeah, sorry about the damage to the ship there. Is the engine okay? I think so. Did the engine take any damage, specifically? I mean, not that you know of. (laughs) I guess I wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I wouldn't really know that. I I don't think so, but I'm not really the best at diagnosing that. Um, Yeah, so we we talked to this guy, uh, Arch Imperator Fury, and uh, he's a lovely guy. Um, He wants to... He is space bat poop crazy. Yeah, that's one way to put it. He wants to take us to, I guess, his master, and maybe turn us, maybe try to turn us into uh, one of those, like, uh, as as Sullivan put it, slug monsters. Um, yeah, we, I'm not okay with that. We, we told him no thanks and closed the door, but we can't really go anywhere. We're kind of stuck here, and we're still like. <laughs> I admire going. your uh, bravado. I mean, he wasn't like, he didn't like grab us. He didn't like seem like he wanted to fight us. I figured we'd just wait until we could hear from you guys to determine what we wanted to do. So I think we find you guys first. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we need to bust you out of somewhere. Unless you want us to get the ship first. Though the we slug are... monster thing seems to be a little imminent. Yeah, we're, we're, we're on the ship. We're on, we're on the honor there. He just, like, he didn't, like, he opened, like, he, we, he, like, attached us to an airlock and then opened the door and we talked, like, through the airlock door and they didn't board us. And once we, once we were done talking, we just kind of closed the door. And All right, so we just need to sneak through. Just need to free the ship, and then maybe we could get out of here. But I mean, we, we could maybe turn on a homing beacon so that they can find us. Yeah. That would be it much might, appreciated. The, the uh, Mr. Fury dude might, uh, might also see that, though. Is there any chance that our communicators have some kind of GPS on them? So, do you guys ever do this thing where you plan a story element based around the fact that your ship is lowjacked? And then you guys are like, I want to turn on the lowjack. And I'm like, I kind of already had the lowjack on. But yeah, you can, you can turn it on. <laughs> we were thinking the same thing. <laughs> Well, what is that? Wait, so are, is it good that we're thinking the same as you? Or? It just means that I, I had planned the story around the ship having an, a turned on lowjack. But I don't know what lowjack is. Easy oh, GPS. sorry. A lowjack is a GPS that they would put on cars. So if they got stolen, they could go and find them. Oh, lowjacking okay. a car is where you put a tracker on it. So like if you think your car is going to get stolen, it was like a security thing to lowjack them. Gotcha. So I'm going to take, I take it that our communicators can't set up like a smaller GPS signal. Well, I would guess then our GPS. If we had that on our ship, then then our our communicators. I'm 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 guessing there's some there's some kind of. I'm thinking tricorder here. I'm thinking like the the uh, original series. I mean, they have to be at least as good as a cell phone, and a cell phone has a GPS on it. Right. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking it was like like the f- old flip style like original series but it had like a screen like kind of like basically tricorder if tricorders had communicators built into them and then it, i'm assuming it has it can just point you your ship's this direction kind of kind of like when you i don't mean to be pedantic but none of you have gps because gps stands for global positioning satellite you're not near a satellite oh, and you're not on okay. a globe you, <laughs> all right. no no gps is galaxy positioning system you idiots come on this is first grade <laughs> that was good 
Yeah, I um so I'm definitely in favor of not turning the GPS on on the ship. If we're able to get you guys with uh, if we're able to locate you with our communicators though, I'm hoping that's a low enough signal that they won't notice it. I guess I, I guess however you think you guys can find us works for me. So, uh, I pull up galaxy maps on my communicator. It's called galactic maps. Okay, I was close. <laughs> I don't think Cody actually had a name for it. He was just going to contradict anything you said there, because that's Cody. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, while Cody's doing this, can um, Sullivan and uh, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn uh, play Go Space Whale? It's like go fish, except with space. You say go space whale instead. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious there because that was in Zach's voice, yet he still used Sullivan's like affectations. It's almost like I have to practice them, or else I forget to do them <laughs> literally every time. I feel. I, I mean, I'm sorry that you chose that for yourself, but you also chose that for yourself. I regret nothing. Anyway, so do we need to do like a roll to navigate out of? The <laughs> no, you just find us. <laughs> Ta-da! Yeah, who cares about the mechanics of this game? We're just telling a story now. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy needs to roll some dice. Can Caitlin roll some dice too? Uh, I mean, does Caitlin have the proficiency to like use a computer to figure out where they are? I mean, I would say I could use a computer. I don't know what exactly. If yes, then yes. Um, I I show her how to pull up blueprints of the airlock of like the. Uh, vent system so she can map us that way you sh- you should be able to help because you know where to put bombs to blow up walls and stuff yes <laughs> yeah because that won't attract attention but if she if she sets it on a timer it would attract attention away from them mandy what did you roll uh what am i adding to it you are adding sharp because i'm treating this like an investigation uh that's a eight an eight awesome so you see flashing lights or like, you know, whatever on your handheld device, you see some blinking lights and you kind of know in relationship to where you are about where they are. You would be basically dead center in a very large ship and they are kind of near the back of this city sized vessel. Um, okay. So you kind of have a location now of where they are, but this ship is massive, massive, massive and traveling very quickly. So now you kind of have the challenge of how do you want to get to them? And then also, I guess, in what way do you want to get to them? Because it's like, well, do you want to be flying a ship to their ship? Or do you want to try to get through the tunnels to get to them? Like, what is your kind of approach here? I know I suggested this tunnel, but there is no way in the galaxy that I can stand to be in this tiny little tunnel all the way to the back of that ship. Okay, okay. Gotta find a different way. Hey, can we talk about how Caitlin gave herself the quirk of claustrophobia in a space thing where she's literally in a tuna can in space? Okay, but like, <laughs> she's she's like kind of, like she's a, she's a military girl. She's like pretty big and muscular and this is a tiny little access hole. See, the funny thing is, like, I, I know... I'm, I'm sure you guys, I'm sure we established, like, size. I can't, not, I cannot imagine Jyla except Nick-sized, just because it's a Caitlyn character. I was just thinking, No, like, I'm picturing much more like Bobby build from The Expanse. Oh, okay, yeah. Speaking of The Expanse, though, they talk about in The Expanse, like, how, like, if you have claustrophobia, you literally cannot travel in space. It's not bad claustrophobia. 
but my job is also to make spaces less enclosed. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, if you're someone who's good with bombs, you don't want to bomb in a closed space because then you die. Yeah. So what you're saying is this is just the antithesis of her. <laughs> she takes it as an affront that it's not more open. <laughs> Yeah, it's a personal problem that needs to be solved by bombs. And I also can't imagine that a tunnel would be the most direct way to get to the back of the ship. I mean, it's definitely not. It would take time and... But it might be bruises. the safest way. Yeah. Well... Go space whale. Are we still on comms, I guess? I didn't know if we still were on comms or not. I guess, I guess, I guess we can be. The other thing we could do, if you think we could take out the guards at the door before they could call someone we could get out and find some way that's faster to get from where we are to where they are i'd be on board with that maybe Uh, hide in plain sight guys uh not to burst your bubble but i think there's a pretty strong chance these things are hive minded together Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah. We also, like, one of them, like, reanimated and started talking to us, so that, like, only further proves them being a hive mind kind of thing. Are all of them hive minded, or is, there's, is there, like, a janitor who's <laughs> just mean, a guy? Who- what's the point of a hive mind if you're not all together? <laughs> They have they have merry maids. They they call merry maids to. Yeah, no, Caitlin. They they outsource their cleaning. Yeah, you're on a haunted ghost ship, and you asked about the custodians. Thanks, Caitlin. I mean, I didn't know if you wanted everybody in the same network, or if that's just a little too much chatter. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you imagine, like something like Star Wars, right? And you see, like, all of these stormtroopers all over the case, and Caitlin's like, why don't we ever see any of them with a broom? I'm confused. Funny story, there is a web show called Space Janitors that is about, like, janitors on the Death Star, basically. There's a reason why it's a web show and not the movie. You see one mindless slug monster just dragging a mop lacklusterly across the engine room, just like... Just mopping in a circle. Except, except he, except he's like oozing black stuff behind him, leaving more mess than what he's cleaning up. <laughs> Still better at cleaning up after himself than Cody. <laughs> oh, hard. Sorry, continue with your conversation that God interrupted. Thanks, God. <laughs> I like to think of myself as a deity. Um, I mean, we could just sneak back there? Hallways have to be the most direct way right yes i i think the issue right now is just getting into the hallway well i guess we could continue down this tunnel for a little bit and then see where we stand sure i maybe we might be able to get around uh the guards let's see if we can do it perfect make me an act under pressure roll both of you is that add cool that is add it is cool it's cool. I like how we have to do this for literally every roll. Yep, it's cool. Seven. Perfect. I have a nine. Okay, so you kind of have two choices right now, given the fact that one of you, while trying to sneak through the tunnels, like, and by one of you, I guess in this case, I specifically mean Vi, like, clangs herself into a pipe, and there's, like, a big, loud reverberation as you're, like, walking through air ducts like they do in every movie ever. Oh, I imagine we're crawling, and that's part of the claustrophobia issue right you know what i mean like when you see like in movies people crawling through air ducts 
It's like that. So you kind of have a choice here of either this dead ends and you're not able to get like out of the engine room, basically, or someone hears that there's something crawling around in the air ducts. Does that make sense? And that, I guess, is a choice for Vi to make because she's the one that got a mixed success. I did too. Nine is a mixed success. Oh, shoot. You're right. Nine is a mixed success. Yeah. Sorry. You both got a mixed success. Both of you make this wonderful choice. Yeah, because... You you like you was it that you're basically giving them a price to pay or just to not be able to do it? Yeah, or you just can't sneak out of the engine room. Getting through these air ducts is too difficult. Okay, wait. I'm sorry. Say it one more time. What are the choices? So either you can't sneak out of the air ducts, or you make a noise loud enough to alert someone that there is something in the air ducts. I would say we just can't do it, and so we turn around. And well, not turn around, <laughs> go backwards. I vote one of you can't do it, and the other finds a way through. Um, and so we <laughs> you, you, you throw it in reverse. If I do this well enough, I can make it into four parties. No, Zach, there's not going to be three parties in this game. Stop it. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I could just go to a different room of the ship and just ignore Sullivan. <laughs> no, people like Sullivan, you don't like Zach. There's a difference. <laughs> so. Caitlin and Mandy, you're now trapped in the engine room. Um, so we arduously crawl backwards, I would say, into the engine room. And Jyla is like, well, guess we're back to square one. Are we ready to take these guys out? Well, we have. I think we have one other option, and that's we blow the engine room as a distraction. I was you hoping are. we could use that later when we try to escape with the ship, but I think that could be an option here. Otherwise, yes, let's just take out those guards. I, us- I usually want to kind of... I mean, it, if we blow it, and I'm all about blowing things up, but if we blow it up <laughs> now, where are we going to be? Well, I mean, we could just go back in the thing until it's blown up. No, I then- mean, you're in the engine room, though. I don't think that... I don't... I imagine the explosives you set were big enough that it's going to destroy all the entire room every in like the sections around it yeah i think i haven't played up how dangerous the engines of these ships are i mean when you blow an engine of a ship it is destroying that ship i mean but i do like the idea of blowing it up as a distraction perhaps soon after we take these guys out i guess as, as soon as we're discovered <laughs> Before we blow this thing. Sure. All right. Let's go take out these guards. I mean, are you guys going to be far enough away that it won't kill you? Uh, nobody asked you, Sully. I mean, are we far enough away that it won't kill us? Yeah. Nobody asked you, Mal. A god? Are we far enough away that it won't kill us? Yeah, you're in the back of the battle chapel. Yeah, but this is a this is a gen- like an engine that is big enough to move a city, and you're blowing it up. Yeah, like if you've ever seen. I don't know how much Star Trek you've watched, but if the, when they have like a warp core breach, it blows up the entire ship. Like there's no and, and like you need to be a significant distance away from it to not also get damaged by that. Also, here's the thing. We're in an oxygen rich environment and you're starting a fire. Fair. I mean, we don't have to blow up. I don't have to blow up all the charges at once. We could do sections. Also, this is this is you know magic space. I imagine that the bombs that Jyla's created can have some sort of like. I'm sure you can make them so they aren't exploding outside of a force field type thing. They can be controlled. I imagine. Because otherwise, there's a lot of science fiction that's very wrong. Well, I assumed we were going for utter destruction of the ship, though. Yeah, I thought that was the point. I thought we were trying to destroy the yeah. ship to stop them from doing 
those horrible things on the planet. I thought the point was just engine room to stop them. I think it was like a chain effect. I am on board with having that power at some point. Basically, whenever we use it, we're going to have to make sure then that the ship can get away. Like, we need to be leaving. Yes. Okay. I'm just saying what Gila's plan sounds like right now is when we're discovered, we blow this popsicle thing. When you're discovered is two feet outside of the door when you punch the first guard. Uh, Okay. So we're going to wait to the last possible second. (laughs) You ready, Vi? Here goes nothing. Are we, we get to blast some baddies? You sure are. And you're getting the drop of them, which is going to be helpful, I guess, in the flow of the battle. But anyways, go ahead. Oh, and Vi has a drill gun, right? Is this yes. going to get yes. messy? Oh, gross. No. Oh, that's terrifying. Hey, uh, Cody. Yeah. Can before like the next thing that happens to me and Vinny happens, can I do some stuff on the ship? Yeah. I just want to let you know, like, there's some stuff I want to do. We just... I'm not going to break their scene. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um, all right. Vi, you rolled first. What you doing? Um, I got a seven to use my wireless drill gun uh, to shoot one of the guards. Okay, cool. Are you going to use a tier one tag of that? Sure. What is your tier one tag? Well, okay. Then it's actually an eight because it's uh, accurate. Because the other one is that it doesn't look like a gun. Oh, no, accurate would just be plus one damage, so you just do two damage. Okay. Oh, so plus one damage is a level one tag, or like plus one harm is a level one kind of tag. Can I I explain this after the combat's over? Sure. Okay, so, Mandy, you do two damage to one of the two guards standing there as you blast him with your uh, drill. But as you're doing so, he turns around and returns fire, and you also take one damage. Okay. Jyla, what you about? Um, I am... Doing my chuckable bomb. It's gonna be a, a itty bitty one. Okay. Um, I imagine it's like itty bitty for Jyla, but normal size for the rest of us. So it's like the size of like what you think of like a bomb being. She's like, it's an itty bitty one. <laughs> no, I'm actually trying to make it small so that it doesn't yeah. set off the other yeah, stuff that we've say, done in this say, room. What did we talk about, Jyla? <laughs> <laughs> I I got that firecracker. Go. Right. Um. I rolled an eight. Okay, cool. You want to use one of your tier one tags? Uh, yeah. Is, so I assume the door out of this room is locked. Like they're guarding. It's like a double guard in that room. I had not specified it was locked and you haven't tried to open it. Okay. So, eh? Okay, I guess I'll just do damage then because my tier one tag is demolition where I destroy barriers or objects and that's not 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 a lot to do with that okay which one are you are you targeting the same one that you threw that Vi shot or are you targeting the other one probably the same one okay cool you throw your bomb and blow him up he gets all like gooped as he turns kind of like starts to disintegrate it back into black slime and bones but meanwhile the other one opens fire on both of you doing one harm to both of you so he's just kind of wildly shooting into you guys as you're throwing bombs and shooting with your drill gun. Wait, so is that an additional? Yeah. Okay. You've taken two harm thus far. All right. It's back around to you guys because they don't really take a turn. I mean, just blast some baddies again. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just doing the same thing. So that's an eight to hit and I'll use my um, accurate for okay. an extra damage. Cool. So you're returning fire at him as you're scoring a few good hits into his power armor. I got a six. <laughs> cool. What's one of your negative tags? Allowed. Oh. Uh, so how did I have two tags? And I are they tier one and tier two as well? 
for negatives. That it was kind of up to you to assign a value to those. What was your other tag? My other one is nothing is safe. Um, I'm gonna go with loud. That's actually better. Okay. Is it though? Nothing is safe sounds a lot of more fun. Where she accidentally starts. Like, all the bombs start counting down in the room. I mean, we're trying to be stealthy, so... No, I, I, have, a th- I have a thing for loud that's much better. <laughs> um, so you throw a bomb. It's very loud, and you do no damage. Well, um, as you throw that bomb, though, that space marine runs away. Wait, why no damage? You said She rolled a six that failed the attack. Oh, it was a fail. Okay, I'm, I didn't hear that it was a fail. Got it. It did not go as planned. So you managed to spook him off. He's running away. Aw, hell. <laughs> so, um, Vi, are we, we got to track him down or are we just going to get out of here? <laughs> Wait, so is the other, there's still one guy up. No, he's dead. There okay. were two guards. You, yeah, one guy's down, the other guy's up and ran away. Yeah, he gone. Okay, well, I just, I, can we like quick get around the corner and try to shoot him one more time? You can act under pressure. Yeah, I'll act under pressure to do that. Go, bye. Well, no. <laughs> um, okay, so he's just gone. Okay, so then we have to go. Like, go, go, go. Yep, lead the way. <laughs> do you remember watching a Best of the Worst and there was a m- movie they were watching where they had like these dumb little go-kart things on the ship? It was like a science fiction movie? Yeah. Can we have dumb little go-karts on this ship? <laughs> you can make me an investigate role and try to find the dumb little go-kart I want depot. the dumb little go-karts. <laughs> yes. Why could you guys stop having this be the exact story from The Expanse? Are you going to go and look for scooters to ride around? That's a 10. Good job. Heck yes. Well, no, because I'm not imagining scooters. I mean, do you remember it? It's like these little like go-kart no, like, I know, things, yeah, like bumper like cars. It's like they're little, like little bumper carts. cars, yeah. Okay. And they look so dumb because they're trying to do a high-speed chase on things that go like 10 miles an hour. It's great. <laughs> so, um, you guys managed to make it to this main thoroughfare that runs through the ship. And, of course, there are these cute little utility carts. They're super fun to drive. They look like little trucks. You know, they have little beds in them and stuff. You hop in and you start driving. And as you do... Totally silently, you start to see red eyes opening all in the darkness around you. And we're going to cut back to... Jai, get the bombs ready. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to cut back to Sully and Mal. Okay, so this is happening while they're having their little firefight and trying to... While they were escaping through that tunnel and having their little firefight. So one thing I... I wanted to be doing is I want to log back into the to the ships uh, to the what was it the uh, black dreadnought that thing I want to log back into its system and see like try to just monitor what's going on like see if the, basically see if they've been noticed the black dreadnought is the only other thing that the ship you're on has been communicating with. So you're not on board the Black Dreadnought. Right, but we logged into it. We hacked it. No, you didn't. You hacked the... Uh, sorry, my mistake. Black Dreadnought was what this ship was talking to. I Correct. misread my own notes. Okay. No, that, that's yeah. that's fine. I want to... I want to talk, I want to just read in this battle chapel. I want to, like, just kind of keep an eye on its logs to see if they are noticed. Uh, okay. As this conflict would be going on, you would say, no, nothing was noticed. And then all of a sudden, you would see, like, a couple of, like, diagnostic messages for, like, high thermal activity in the engine room. And then you would see a diagnostic message for cart taken without 
uh, without like admin privileges. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Without authorization. What you would noticeably not see is anything to do with like troop commands or voice messages or reports about sightings of other people on board the vessel. These are all automated responses from the ship itself. Also, I just realized I probably should have had you roll a dice for that to learn that information. Well, except, I mean, we've already determined we can talk to this thing. You sure have. It just feels like something I should have done, but that's okay. We're moving past it. I I feel like, no, I feel like we made those rolls already where you said we just have access. You said like, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You said you, you said it's, it's easy. You have full access because you're on an imposition. Oh, I did. I did say that. Okay. We'll, we'll say it's because you're on an imposition ship that this was completely trivial to do. Anyways. Okay. Cause I think last time we did this, we got a perfect success. Like we got 10 plus. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yes, you can perfectly do it. <laughs> That's fair. All right, Sully, what you about? Um, can I try to start um, going through the ship and trying to cut off the heads of the harpoons? Oh, so you want to like detach yourself from these ships that are harpooning? But I want to do it covertly where like the hook, like the rods are still in our ship for the moment. Oh, so you want to like <laughs> shave the barbs off of them? Right. So basically like when we need to get out of here, we can just fly away. So if we just, so if we just pull away, they'll just kind of pull right out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, ooh, what do I want to make you roll for that? I'm cool with that one being an act under pressure. <laughs> yeah, it feels act under pressure like 90% of the roles we do are act under pressure. That's a lot of what you do. <laughs> I mean, I try to always make an argument for not to be that, though, because my cool is not great. I do not do that. <laughs> cool. So you take out one of your doctor's scalpels and you start to scrape at a harpoon the size of my forearm. It does not go well. <laughs> uh, if only Vi was here. Her tools are better for this, but I guess I got to use what I got to use. Continues with a scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are you guys wanting to do anything else before, um... Chuckles, I'm in danger! (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you want to do before, like, other stuff starts to pop off? Can I, like, um... Because our ship is still pretty badly damaged, right? I mean, technically, no, sort of. Like, it's, um... Everything works, kind of. You know what I mean? It's like, it's... Can I... Can I make, like, a booby trap with the airlock if they try to board there? Uh, yeah, you can. What do you want it to do? Um, well, electrifying didn't work as well as I wanted it to. Can I have the airlock just, like, open and close and, like, chomp them? (laughs) Yeah, also, you can disable the safety on the airlock that makes it, um, not cut people's legs off if you make me a roll plus smarts. I assume we're not, we're gonna make sure to tell them about, tell our teammates about that. Ten. I got a 10. Yeah, you, you just remove that safety switch. It's relatively easy. It's like very obvious where it is because it's supposed to be easy to fix in case it ever breaks. Can I say that since I got a 10 plus, like I have it or no? Actually, no, I'll just tell. I, I tell Vika and Jyla about it. Cool. Well, you guys are having a firefight. You hear crackle into your intercoms. By the way, the door will cut your legs off now. By the way, uh, the door will cut your legs off if you try to come in right now. Oh. And by this, I mean... And I give them, like, the exact door. Because there's more than one door to this spaceship, I'm sure. Okay. Anyways, so is there is there anything else you guys want to be doing? I feel like there, I should be doing something else, but I don't... Like, if I'm sitting here staring at logs, not You should doing. be trying to try to hack into the system and, like, helping them, like... Oh, yeah, like, maybe... Well, I mean, they already have, like, directions. So I don't know how, how well that would be helpful. Yeah, but you could, like, like airlock doors behind them. <laughs> like, seal that, like... 
put breach doors down as they pass through them. Okay. Yeah, that actually sounds pretty good. Like just kind of try to try to make an easier path for them and prevent people from following them. Right. Or like open doors to make like if they get trapped, like you're opening doors. Make me a roll plus smart. Okay. For, oh, plus smart for this? Yeah, it feels like it should be a smart-based thing because it's messing with a computer. Can I use my robot assistant? <laughs> the, thing, the thing that can do pretty much everything, according to you. Yeah, I mean, well... Yeah. That's for an invest... That says for investigate, so I'm going to say no. I did say it was specifically for investigate, so I'm going to go with no just because it's not what the ability rule says. Oh, that is a six. Okay. Dang, if it was cool, it would have been a seven. Uh, hang on one second for me. Everyone else has been doing action under pressure, and I don't get to. <laughs> that's what I'm best at. Sorry, it just <laughs> didn't feel like that's what it was. The one thing I'm best at. I know, it's weird. It just feels like there should be a role for, like, do something technical, you know? No, weird I'm even worse at. <laughs> um, alright, so, while you're kind of monkeying around with the computer, back at the airlock, there's a loud knock at the kind of glass window on the airlock. Oh, uh, by the way, Captain... Oh, the airlock will cut your legs off. Just saying, I took out the safety. Okay, uh, thanks for the, the heads up there. I go back to the airlock to see who's knocking. The knock continues. When you first look out the airlock... You air- established we can see through it, right? Yeah, when you first look out it, you just see the breastplate of uh, imposition power armor, and then a head appears in the window of Arch Imperator Fury as he's knocking and kind of giving you guys a friendly smile. Can, can we talk at him through this yeah you probably have like a little local intercom there oh, yeah I'm, I'm actually yeah well i'm thinking specifically in firefly they had exactly that where they could talk to the people before they boarded to make sure they weren't gonna yeah yeah so i did that i, I pushed the button and like uh hey uh mr fury dude uh what's up good evening my title is arch imperator fury but my f- yeah i knew that i just didn't want to use it friends call me arch imperator fury so you can pick either one you prefer i, I just I like mr fury dude well you know the formality can come when it comes the point here that i would like to make is there has been a ruckus a rambling a disturbance, if you would. There has been a commotion, and we just thought. And by we, are there any more any more uh, synonyms for that you want to want to use? Just just double checking. There are, but I feel that brevity is important when having these kinds of diplomatic talks, as time is of the essence. So now I'm sure this would not be your action as you are our more than welcome guests but it appears someone killed one of my crew members wounded another one and stole one of our utility cards and is just running wild in the ship headed back towards here now you you would of course not know anything about that i mean you my my partner and i have been here the whole time we haven't i mean you, we couldn't go anywhere the we locked the door. Obviously, you could. Like, sounds like sounds like you guys aren't very good at keeping intruders out. You got another group that also boarded your ship. Well, and I completely agree with you. Obviously, and I take matters of onboard security very seriously. So I'm sure you would have no problem if I, let's say, just vented that area of the ship to space. Or ordered all of my soldiers to shoot them on sight. 
Yeah, I mean, you you haven't already. This is why you have border. This is why you have security issues. I know I have been accused of being soft. Uh, I don't wait and ask my intruders whether or not I should shoot other intruders when they're on board. Now that is a fair point, and one that I can take into consideration. And I will, of course, give to my superior officer. That's a little ship's captain joke. <laughs> I am the superior officer. Do you get it? I mean, but you but you aren't. You have a master. You're not in control of anything. Well, yeah, but y- you, you know what I mean. I mean, you're not really in control of this. You're not in control of anything. I mean... Well, I do certainly yield my will to a commandant as it was, but you, you know what I mean. Yield your will or flagrant, like, let him control you completely and utterly and you pretend like you have some semblance of agency in your life tomato tomato that just sounds like following orders with extra steps i mean yes i am someone subordinate for sure uh captain malcolm llewellyn it's like it's like following orders with less steps because he has no choice yeah that's, that's a good point there it is accurate. I choose to serve my master completely. I mean, you you don't have a choice in this. He he chooses for you. True. True. Really, there is no choice. There is only chaos, as it was. Anyways, I'll go ahead and execute them now. Good conversation. Just wanted to have this little powwow. Okay, good, good talking with you. And I, like, immediately get out of sight and get on my comm. <laughs> try to tell them, hey, you're about to get attacked or, or vented into space. We're not sure what, but be careful. Great. Great. This is probably at the same time that they're seeing eyes in the darkness. This is at the same time that they're seeing eyes in the darkness. <laughs> can I make a roll? You can, well, t- well, you can you can do something and then we'll make a roll afterwards. Okay, I want to use my smoke bomb Ooh. to create a stealthy atmosphere. You can definitely use your smoke bomb to make a stealthy atmosphere. Roll your weapon stat. That is an eight. Um, cool. You make a smoke bomb that makes a stealthy environment, but that stealthy environment is stealthy to you too. So this is where you get to make a hard choice pertaining to what that smoke does. So either it's not very effective and they can still see you and they're going to start shooting at you because you're kind of visible in this cloud or everyone's totally blind, in which case whoever's driving is going to have to make an act under pressure roll to not wreck the cart. You know my choice is going to be everybody's totally blind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Everybody is totally blind. Is trying to lay down some smoke. Sorry, not sorry. Bye. <laughs> can I hop on the? Can I hop on the computer and try to like help guide them? Uh, yes, you can. But you have to make a. Oof. I'll, I'll make you make a smart check on that as well. Seven. Okay, so this is where you get a hard choice. Either you don't do that, or um. Mr. Ship's captain gets wise to the fact that these are your crewmates and you're trying to help them out. I mean, wasn't he already wise to it? I mean, technically, no. You bluffed your way out of it. This will remove. This will. I guess you, you never. You never made me. You never made me roll for my attempted deception there. Um, I didn't because I didn't want to. I thought that worked better as a conversation that had its own consequences. Okay. Like. There, there was just consequences to you saying, go ahead and kill my crew members. He's going to try to kill your crew members. Right. It's just a choice that you had to make. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't feel like that needed to have a dice roll associated with it, but sorry. What am I doing? <sighs> I'm deciding whether or not I'm helping them. Right. Basically, the decision here is either you're not helpful or he knows that you're trying to help. Well, he doesn't know that they're my crew then technically. He just knows that I'm being inconvenient to him. 
I mean, I think he would infer. Let let me say what your choice is, is either he puts two and two together or he doesn't put or you don't get to help. You know what I mean? That's the hard choice. Yeah, and it's all, it is a decently hard choice. I don't know what makes it worse, but we do have a trap set if he walks into our ship. <laughs> If it helps you make the choice, I rolled a seven on driving. I'll help him. Why not? I care about my crew. Okay, cool. That That is fine. So you're able to tell her like over the intercom, turn like a sharp right here and that gets you into an access tunnel where they've kind of lost track of this cart. You know what I mean? It was like they went down this narrow passageway in the smoke and everyone would have assumed that they would keep going straight. So I'll say that allows them to remain hidden, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, And uh, they don't have to make like a hard choice based on that like they would have. Um, But anyways, so you, you you relay that information, they're safe, and then you hear another knock at the bulkhead. Bulkhead, I mean airlock. Sorry. Which I, I was still like pretty much right next to it. Oh, well, you still see another knock at the bulkhead and you look yeah. out and you see uh, again. Yeah, and I, I hit the intercom. Yeah, uh, what's up? What's up now? No, let's not lie to one another. I know that that is members of your crew on board my ship. You've been assisting them with our computer systems, which seems quite rude to me. But. I mean, also threatening to kill people on your ship seems quite rude well you told me to you said they were intruders also saying you're gonna turn us into slug monsters seems quite rude no i'm a doctor i didn't say that would happen and i'm not going to do that i'm a doctor and i think messing with internal organs like that is wrong and it's against my like ethics to uh support any of that i am not going to do that to you i am merely a delivery boy as you said i have no free will but good news we have arrived and you feel a lurch and a whine as you drop out of warp oh great what do we see now truly you are no longer really in my hands although there is still the small matter of apprehending your crew members but i'm sure that That will happen in good time. Enjoy meeting my master friends. I'm sure we will be comrades shortly. I'm really hoping he's like an Emperor Palpatine type and walks through the door and then gets his legs ripped off. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yes! Unless anyone has a pithy one-liner, that's where we're ending the episode. I got a pithy one-liner. Hit me, Zach. Give me your pithy one-liner. Pithy one-liner. Okay, now that's... (laughs) That's what I I was going to do the same thing <laughs> i was gonna is there like a big stunning image of what we see as we drop out of war uh yeah so i'll say the little cart drops you, like the passageway that uh sully led you down drops you by like an observation bay window as you drop out of warp you see a vessel that is the size of a planet it is impossibly huge compared to even the city size vessel that you are currently sitting on that's no planet it is pitch black and kind of looks like a hey, a dreadnought sailing ship just without any sails. It has a faint purple glow around it. Is it it black? It is black and glowing faintly purple. Is that the Battle Cathedral? No, that would be the Black Dreadnought. (laughs) You're on board the Battle Cathedral slash chapel slash church slash whatever else I decide to call this (laughs) ship. Oh, we're not on Callisto anymore.
hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. All music is from danosounds.com. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're a fan of world building, check out the newest podcast to our network, World Shop. Cody and Jordan roll a d20 to determine the theme that they're going to use for the week, and then create in-depth worlds with narratives, histories, and their own unique flares. You can find World Shop on any podcast listening devices or podcast apps. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. <laughs>